Are you looking to take your team to the next level and lead to your full potential? Then Leading with Purpose is the show for you. It's an hour of empowerment with your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Nathan is a business and leadership development coach, public speaker, and author. He's also the founder of Clutch Consulting and a member of the John Maxwell team. Nathan's purpose in life is to empower others, and that's how he helps businesses and leaders grow. He specializes in leadership training, improving communication in the workplace, and creating high-performance teams. So join Nathan and this week's guest as they provide you with the information and tools you need to effectively lead yourself and others. It's time for Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. Here is your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. I'm excited that you are spending a portion of your day with us. I know your time is valuable, but we have a great show lined up for you tonight with a great, great guest who I will be introducing to you shortly. But before I do that, as well as share something with you that's been on my mind recently, I want to let you know that in addition to listening in live to tonight's show, you can always download our podcast directly from iTunes or by visiting us on the web at leadingwithpurposeradio.com. I also want to encourage you to get plugged in to what's going on at my company, Clutch Consulting. You can do that the easiest by visiting me at www.clutchconsulting.net. That is C-L-U-T-C-H consulting.net. Uh, you'll find plenty of great content on leadership development, effective communication, and talent management, as well as more information on upcoming live events that I'm hosting uh, to help you lead yourself and others more effectively. So ultimately, at the end of the day, you can achieve superior performance, grow your business, and empower your team. Friends, when it comes to leadership, you know what? Unfortunately, the majority of us, for one reason or another, we've been conditioned and trained to be followers, not really leaders. And in many instances, we've been taught to not challenge the status quo, to be ordinary, to not be extraordinary to just get out into the workplace, get a good job, and retire. And perhaps this is the reason why many organizations are struggling today. You know, perhaps our well-trained followers have made organizations stagnant, complacent, reluctant to change. In other words, it's better to have yes men and yes women than give people the opportunity to share grand ideas that could literally transform a business or create a new organization Altogether, And as I'm sure you, you know that the business world is more dynamic than it's ever been. It's constantly changing. But like it or not, organizations must learn to adapt or they die. They ultimately fail. It's that simple. And given this challenging environment that we both live and do business in today, it is necessary that all individuals in the organization learn to become leaders, not just the bosses. And the most exciting thing to me is that the marketplace rewards it. But from what I've seen, it, it's startup firms, it's small businesses that are really leading the marketplace and being innovative. In other words, those businesses that for one reason or another, they are challenging the status quo. And you and I both know that the world of entrepreneurship and small business, it's challenging. Unfortunately, many small businesses don't even see the five-year mark, which is why I've decided to bring in tonight's guest to talk more about what business owners can do to really be successful in the challenging environment that we operate in today. And with that, I would like to tell you a little bit more about tonight's guest. That's Mr. Bruce Riggs. Bruce is a mentor and coach in every sense of the word. He believes everyone is capable of achieving great personal success. Described as a dynamic teacher, Riggs teaches leaders and organizations how to grow business and thrive in environments in which people can operate at their best. His passion is to help people be fulfilled 
through the nobility of their work. A trained marketing professional with over 60,000 hours of relevant experience, he is the author of several books, including his popular series, I Didn't Sign Up. Fascinated by individuals who achieve at the highest levels, he has discovered that most have similar patterns about how they operate, think, and act, regardless of the environment. Bruce is the founder and president of Perform One Training Group and the sales coaching group located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. With a diverse and highly successful background in sales and executive leadership in companies ranging in size from startup firms to Fortune 100 levels, he brings a unique perspective to his clients throughout the United States. His innovative views have earned him invitations to speak with an array of different leaders from corporate leaders, entrepreneurs, to even military and government agencies. Riggs is a multiple national award-winning sales leader and former North American sales manager at a Fortune 100 medical company. He shares a positive message with all who will listen. He is active on social media sites and even writes his own blog at brucerigs.com. And after earning his BS and MBA in 1996, uh, Bruce completed post-academic work in management leadership research at the renowned Tepper School of Business at Carnegie Mellon University. And he is also a highly claimed adjunct professor. He has published several books, including Your Dream Job is Waiting, Sales Process Plus, and again, he is the creator of the popular I Didn't Sign Up series, including I Didn't Sign Up to Be in Sales, I Didn't Sign Up to Be in Marketing, and what we will be talking about tonight is his book, I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure. And with that, Bruce, welcome to tonight's show. It's great to have you on the show, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Nathan. Thank you very much for the invitation. And before we start, I just wanted to say congratulations on on the radio show. Definitely now one of my go-to places and... and uh, you have been very kind with us small to mid-sized businesses out here to share that content, and I want to thank you for that. Well, you're welcome, man. It's been, I've been doing this for almost a year now, and it's a great way uh, to have business owners, entrepreneurs, sales coaches, business consultants, speakers, authors like yourself on the show to deliver value uh, to my listeners as well as to myself. Every guest that I have on the show just brings a lot of content, and, and I learn a lot myself in the process. So let's start here, Bruce. You know, I, I read through your bio, uh, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, what, what's really your background? I mean, how did you get into the world of business coaching and sales training from you know, somebody much like myself that had a corporate background for quite some time? Yeah, well, well, thank you, and, and thank you for reading my bio. At the end of the day, I'm really a product of discipline. My early training involved seven years of uh, service to the United States Air Force. And when I was at the Air Force, uh, one of the things that was really continually uh, taught to me and, and reinforced to me was how important it is to plan and how important it is to record those plans in, in terms of procedures and then built-in accountability as far as policy. So I'm, I'm forever grateful. Uh, I come from a military family, too. My father was a longtime 42-year Army officer and, again, set a really great foundation. But I was also the product of a very generous em- employer. I worked for some larger healthcare companies. And uh, the last company I was with really invested in me in terms of education, actually sent me to Carnegie Mellon that that you read. But uh, they also continued to reinforce uh, the idea of training and training on different sales mastery courses, new techniques. And one of the things that uh, wakes me up in the middle of the night is how relevant are you today? You know, are you 
So one of the things that I that I really stress, even in my own life and the discipline of my own structure, is you know keeping up my knowledge, trying to make sure we stay on top of the game and stay relevant. I never want to be a step ahead of the generation behind me. So for guys like you and I, that makes us work a little harder. Yeah, absolutely, it does. And you know, you you and I both know. I mean, you you've been a business owner for how many years now? Uh, individual about about five as far as being out on my own. My two businesses, the sales coaching group and Perform One Training. Then about okay, twenty seven so- years in the medical uh, medical background, working for medical companies. Okay, so so I, I've been in business myself too for about uh, for about five years, and I was in the corporate sector for about twelve years in uh, retail pharmacy industry. But you know, as business owners, both you and myself, and you know, having worked with business owners a lot like you do, you know, you and I both know the number of success stories in business. It's really really grim. Uh, as as I mentioned in the intro to the show, fifty percent of small businesses fail within the first five years of opening their doors. Really, at the end of the day. In your professional opinion, why is this the case? Yeah, I, I tell you, this is truly a, a sad uh, scenario, sad situation. I think much of the – I think there's probably three key reasons. One is I, I, there, there, at times there is just a total lack of discipline toward doing the right things. And, you know, one of the things that uh, you want to be able to do is you want to be able to track your successes. You want to know whether you are winning and losing. And, and the only way to do that is to be, again, very disciplined in setting up your, your processes. And, you know, in the business development world that I live in, there are two key processes. There, there is a marketing process. There is an overall development of your business process. But then there is a very important process that takes place when you get one-on-one with that new prospective uh, client. So that that lack of, of discipline. The other is, unfortunately, there is a in in a lot of small to mid-sized businesses, and we, and we can uh, we can guess why. But a lot of the small to mid-sized businesses, there is a lack of training or a lack of focus on the culture of training. So. Uh, in, in the book I wrote uh, that just came out this year, it's called uh, Coaching the Super 5%. And what we found and what we see about the 5% is they come from a culture of training. These are, these are guys, these are individuals that are on the stage every single year, uh, year in and year out, uh, getting awards, uh, overachieving, exceeding expectations. And they're, they're just very disciplined. They train, and, and there's a culture of training. And, and the other thing that's interesting about these guys is they'll read, believe it or not, you'll, you'll see their libraries. You'll see patterns of, of reading 40, 50, 60 books a year uh, just to become more knowledgeable and more relevant. It's why the 5% are so much better uh, than the bottom 95%. And then I think the third uh, reason, Nathan, is really typically because of poor sales and uh, marketing systems. There are many companies that I deal with, the reason I, I get acquainted with them is they've become stagnant or their business is in trouble or, you know, something, something negative has happened. And a lot of it is you start asking questions as, you know, tell me about your, your sales systems, tell me about your marketing processes, whatever they are. And truly they're, they are non-existent. So, Kind of like training. Bit, yeah, kind of like training, right? And, that's uh, exactly I, I, right. 
I'm just uh, cutting in here a little bit, Bruce, because we're getting ready to run into our first commercial break here in about 30 seconds. But you bring up some really good points. I have a consultant friend in the St. Louis, Missouri area, and he says that you're talking about their commitment to reading. He said, I know whether or not an organization is a good fit for me. If I go into an organization, talk to the CEO and says, what are you reading right now? And if they are in the middle of reading something and they are personally engaged in their own growth and development, then they might be a good candidate uh, to work with him. So everybody stay tuned. We're here with Bruce Riggs right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. This is Nathan Mitchell on Leading with Purpose and Powering Talk Radio. We will be right back. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Did you know that only 31% of team members are engaged in their work? Are you aware that 19% of your team members are poisoning your work environment with negativity? And the truth is, it's impacting your bottom line. But it doesn't have to be this way. Nathan R. Mitchell, founder of Clutch Consulting, Amazon best-selling author, speaker, and host of Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, offers straightforward solutions to help business owners and executives just like you grow their business, empower their teams, and lead to their full potential faster. Nathan has been saying for a long time that superior performance starts when we increase our self-awareness. When you have an enhanced understanding of your team members' unique behaviors, motivators, and skill sets, you set your business and your team up for long-term success and superior productivity. At the end of the day, you will have a sustainable, competitive advantage over your competition. So don't delay. If you are committed to growing your business and empowering yourself and your team, Reach out to Nathan at Clutch Consulting today. Simply visit www.clutchconsulting.net for more information. Or call Nathan directly at 918-851-7246. That's 918-851-7246. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview with Bruce Riggs, author of I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure, I would like to invite all of you listening to this episode right now to let your voice be heard. At Leading with Purpose Radio, I value my listeners. Your feedback is important to me. In order to continue bringing you the very best content, I always want to hear from you. All you have to do to participate in my online survey is visit us at leadingwithpurposeradio.com and just click Take Listener Survey banner on the left-hand side of the page. With that, Bruce, uh, welcome back to the show, my friend. We've already talked about a lot in the first segment of the show. We talked about you know some of the things that really keep business owners from succeeding and those that, for one reason or another, they don't make it to the five-year mark. And some of the things that you talked about was lack of discipline, uh, not having a marketing process, and poor sales. I want to say that you were getting ready to talk about the third, and maybe poor sales was it. Can you clarify that for me real quick before we move on? Yeah, I I would have stressed in that the big three, in my opinion, again, is the lack of discipline, uh, the uh, very poor sales and marketing systems, and then a total lack of training. Most small to mid-sized organizations uh, in the past two or three years that I've 
been engaged with have has really not had a training culture. And training is is really everything when it comes to to achieving and, and looking at the super five percent of achievers uh, across the country. So training is, is definitely one that you see top companies engaged in, and those who are failing, they they don't train at all. Yeah, even it seems in when times are good that, you know, for one reason or another, training just isn't there. And when you have challenging times like, you know, what we've had since 2008 and beyond, it's definitely one of the first first things uh, to get cut, to say the least. And that's unfortunate because at the end of the day, you and I both know how important people are to the success of the business. And it's so much so, so important to just continue developing your people as much as you develop your business. You know, Bruce, in chapter yeah. five, of your, in chapter five of your book, uh, I didn't sign up to be a business failure. You talk about the foundation of a great business and that there is a distinct difference between strategy and tactics. For starters, what is the difference between those two for our listeners tonight? And why is that important? Well, it, it's very important because one you can manage and one you cannot. So when you start thinking about strategy, really strategy focuses on doing the right things. And many companies, they, they have a tendency to, to try to set too many strategies. They try to do too many things during the year. Um, it's not uncommon to have uh, a conversation with a business owner and say, we, we're trying to accomplish 10 things this year. Well, unfortunately, with, with that many objectives or, or that kind of thinking as far as strategic thinking, all 10 of those things will be done in a very average way. So it's good to typically think about focusing on doing the right things, but only thinking about doing one or two. And, and I think on, on the, the far side, it, three would be maxed. And so that's strategy. And tactics is really – so strategy focuses on doing the right things, but tactics focuses on doing the doing things right, if that makes sense. So that's where – uh, you're able to manage at that level. That's where you're able to set up metrics and you're able to, to really start uh, holding people accountable. And accountability is not a negative word. Accountability is coaching. Accountability is training. Accountability is setting expectations. You know, nothing is more important than for someone to know whether they are meeting and exceeding their boss's expectations. And so you have to have something that you can measure. Uh, in my world of sales, you know, those, a strategy may mean, um, well, first of all, we would, we would set what we call a, a goal or an objective. That may be the expectation of having a 15% revenue increase this year. But if you notice, if you said, listen, guys, we want to have a 15% increase in revenue this year. If you've got 40 sales guys, you may have 40 different ways of getting to that, to that goal or 40 different ways of failing to get to that goal. Um, so in, when you have a, so, so you set your objectives or you set your goals and then you set your strategy on how you're going to get to those goals. But even at that middle level, you're still nothing really to, to manage to. So a strategy might be every quarter we are going to increase 10 new clients, but again, still nothing to manage to There's 40 sales guys could do it 40 different ways. So that's when we get down to the tactical level. And the tactical level is very, very important. And I go so far as to tell uh, business owners, you need, to, you need to be very clear to each individual on how it is that we're going to approach a client. What are the specific questions we're going to ask? 
What is the opening statements? What's the insights? How are we going to educate them? Uh, and again, what maybe what's our mandatory follow-up? But it, it's really taking a, uh, really looking at quality and making sure that everybody is doing the same thing and doing the right things every day. That is tactics. That's what you measure to and you, and you set people up uh, and hold them accountable to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it absolutely makes sense. So let's say you're working with an organization and they've identified 40 different ways that they can accomplish a strategic goal. How do you work with an organization like that to narrow the focus so that they can make it, you know, one or two things, the ultimate priority so they can move from where they are now to really where they want to be? Yeah, well, the one thing we've learned uh, over the years is really strategy is really the easy part. Um, especially if you're creative. I mean, you can think about different strategies that, that may be outside of the norm. It may be, you know, a lot of people's strategy is let's just have the lowest price, which is always a recipe for failure. But strategy is the easy part. It's really the execution. Execution's always been the tough part. So you've got to talk about what are the disciplines of execution. There's been a lot of uh, really great authors speak to this and, and a lot of good material out there. But again, execution is, you know, being very disciplined, choosing that one, one to two, uh, goals. It is, it is setting up a scorecard or setting up a, a very, um, um, a, a scoreboard that, that everybody can see and everybody knows, you know, how, how we're performing, how we're performing individually, how we're performing as a team, how we're performing as a company. And then, and then breaking in even down further to weekly debriefs and, and really holding people accountable to the metrics. And, and it might be that you do a roll call and you ask each individual, okay, our metrics this week were we were going to have two calls in the morning. We were going to have two calls, and I'm talking about calls in person. In the afternoon, maybe we're going to have a, uh, two, two lunch appointments. And it's really asking those questions, did we get that, did we get that done? And then holding people accountable to the metrics. So execution, as you know, Nathan, is everything. Yeah, execution and consistency, right? Uh, that's, that's exactly right. I mean, I know John Maxwell talks a lot about the rule of five, where if you do five things consistently every single day, uh, it's like taking an ax to a tree. Eventually, that tree is going to fall or you're going to meet uh, your strategic goal and ultimately get to where uh, the desired result that you have set out for, for your organization. So let's shift gears here just for a moment, Bruce. We've got about five, four or five minutes before uh, our next commercial break. Let's really focus for just the next few minutes on really small business owners, new entrepreneurs. Um, you know, when, new, when many new business owners start a business, they have this challenge of working in the business versus working on the business. Plus, in many cases, you know, they've, they've maybe left a traditional job where they had a few roles that they were responsible for, maybe even just one or two. But now they're in a t- completely different environment where they are wearing multiple hats as well. And I know you talk a lot about this in your book, but you know, time management's essential. What are some best practices when it comes to new business owners managing their time effectively? Yeah, that's uh, such a great question. And there's, there's several answers, but let me give you the easy answer. The easy answer is, is that truly, if you think during the day, 20% of our activity, 20% of the things we do every day really produces 80% of the results. So the real trick is to be able to 
do the analytics and look at the things that you're doing on an hour-to-hour basis. Maybe even keep a diary. One of the things I do with the people that I coach is I make them carry a success journal or success diary. And I make them basically keep a diary of the things that happen during the day. And we start to see patterns. And when we start to see positive patterns, typically we start to see, you know, two out of ten things are producing uh, pretty amazing results. So once we've identified that, now we have the ability to start replicating uh, those successes and and, uh, um, doing the right things all, all the time. But Really, you know, the other thing that's interesting to me, Nathan, is there is a miss when you think about buckets. Let's let's put time in buckets. There, there are most people live in two buckets. They live in in the bucket where we need to do good work. And in my business, rule number two in great selling, or rule number one is you must do great work. And so we spend a lot of time in that bucket. And then when we're not in that bucket, the the rest of the time is typically spent in all other stuff. Cleaning up my car, cleaning up, cleaning off my desk, uh, you know, going and picking up my laundry, what, whatever it may be. But the super five percent, the, these top achievers across the country, they have a third bucket, and the third bucket is is what is termed the investment bucket, and they mm. are very, very purposeful in spending time every day training. And you know, one of the things I was I was going to say about training, I wish I'd have said it earlier, was. You know, even if the company does not train us as individuals, it is really important that we take that that task on ourselves because there's some things about training I know. I know training training pays off. Training has a big return on on investment, and um, so whether we're getting it from our from our um, uh, our boss or not, we need, we need to do it. So um, that training bucket, that investment bucket. So the the question would be to the audience. What part of the day do you set aside where you say, I'm off limits? This is my investment. This is going to be the investment in my knowledge so that I can provide greater insight and education to our prospective customers and clients. Or, you know, this is the investment in my business. You've always heard that the problem with entrepreneurs is they, they're so busy working in their business, they never work on their business. So a best practice for that time bucket is to be very purposeful and setting time into that bucket and doing it every single day. And, and again, the top businesses and the, and the super five percenters really do that well. Well, Bruce, you're exactly right. And, you know, 20% of the activities are responsible for 80% of the results in the business. And when we get back from the commercial break, maybe one of the things that we talked about briefly is, you know, as a new business owner, how do you identify, you know, what are the 20% of the activities that I really need to be focused on? And I think that'll be a nice segue for us into uh, the second half of the show where we'll start talking about things like marketing and sales processes and those types of things. But if you're just tuning in with us this evening, we've got got Bruce Riggs uh, on the show with us tonight. He is the author of I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure. He's already shared fantastic content with us in the first half hour of the show, so stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break for another 30 minutes with Bruce Riggs. I promise you, you will be so grateful that you stay with us. We'll be right back after this short break. Stay tuned. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Have you heard? 
The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Shh, listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better, forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rollins Presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our interview tonight with Bruce Riggs, author of I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure, I want to invite all of you listening in to tonight's show to connect with me on social media. The easiest way to do that is just go to clutchconsulting.net. You'll easily find all the links to my social media platforms on the top right-hand side of the page. So just simply click on the icons, like my Facebook page, choose to follow me on Twitter, and send me a personal invitation to connect with you on LinkedIn. And with that, Bruce, welcome back to the show. Uh, right before the commercial break, we were talking about you know how 20% of the activities that we do as small business owners are ultimately responsible for 80% of the results. So before we segue into talking a little bit more about marketing and sales processes, how can the new business owner really identify that they are focused on the right activities that are really driving their business? Yes. <clears throat> I, well, if you were, I'm sitting at my desk, and I, I wish I could show you a visual. One of the things, and I, I alluded to it earlier, is I have a black book. I have a book. It's a five-by-seven book. And if you were to open this book, on the very first page, it would have what my daily metrics are. And I uh, as my weekly metrics and then each individual day, what needs to be accomplished before the end of that day. Now, that I don't, you know, those things have to be accomplished, whether it, it ends up being a 12-hour day or a 14-hour day. It does not matter. Uh, those things have to be accomplished. But we don't learn really what those important things are unless we are writing things down. Things aren't real until they're written. 
And so as we're keeping a success journal during the day and, and we're noticing the things that are producing uh, the results, those are the things that go on. So I, I look at my uh, my daily uh, task and, and I look at, okay, I, I have to have some I have to provide some insights and some education, uh, social media. I need to identify uh, some additional targets, uh, three new targets. I have to nurture five of five of my current clients. Uh, I need to nurture a speaking opportunity. As a Christian business owner, I have listed down there, I need to read my Bible chapter. And then the last thing I have is I need to learn something new today. And, and again, it's important uh, for business owners today to realize we we live in an information world, world and we live in a content-driven world. And unless we are producing content, more importantly, unless we are sharing content, uh, we are in trouble. But, you know, to answer those those time man that that time management question, I've identified. And again, everybody has to identify what what is what is working for them. But you know, I have to think about how many number of new account calls did I make? How many? Uh, account contacts did I make? How many new opportunities uh, were uncovered for our businesses? How many new evaluations proposals were submitted uh, for our businesses? And, and again, I I think about these universal truths of, of great business owners, and and um, you know, time management is one of those. Right along with what we talked about earlier, as far as fanatical learners, being very disciplined, you know, being process oriented, being good planners. Uh, knowing how to differentiate your business. So um, all of these things need to probably be included in that time bucket, in that investment bucket, that 20% that produces 80% of our results. Well, one of the things that you mentioned, Bruce, in, in your answer to my question was just digital marketing, marketing and social media. You know, we've heard it said over and over again that, that content is king in this new digital world that we live in. You know, for those who may not know really what that is, you know, what is content marketing and how can business owners utilize that as a competitive advantage or, to use your words, to, to differentiate uh, their business in order to increase their likelihood of long-term success? Yeah, great question, and and especially uh, all the sales folks that are listening to the show tonight need to really pay attention to this. We live in a different world. I mean, as short as four or five years ago, there was about 25 million sales representatives in the domestic United States. I'm seeing data now that's showing there is about 18 million. There's been a reduction to about 18 million and they're even saying in the next five years or so, we could be, you know, that reduction could even be down to 4 million salespeople. Now, let me define what a salesperson is. A salesperson is a vendor that just simply walks in and says, do you want some, and what price do you need? And they, they provide no added value up front, um, and it's just really selling the old style of features and advantages and benefits and, and trying to come in at the lowest price. Those folks are are being uh, asked to leave, and unfortunately, they're not being invited back. But there is a group out there that have become much more strategic in terms of selling in a very consultative approach. And essentially, uh, the best way to think about it is for business owners and salespeople, think about themselves as teachers, or if you want to use the word consultant, that's fine too. But it is really when you're you're looking at engaging a, a prospective customer for the first time, they're looking to see what what a value can you provide, and that is content. That is providing insights. It's providing uh, e- education. 
And if you're not doing that today, then you're, you're not adding value. In fact, you're saying, listen, Bruce, uh, these businesses that you're working with, if they can't get their salespeople to come in and really think of themselves as, as a member of our team or to be able to teach us something up front, then we don't have time for them because we can learn more about your product or your service online than we can from them spending an hour with us looking at the fish on the wall trying to build rapport with us. And they're being pretty blunt. They're saying, we don't need new friends right now. Now, I want to be careful, and I, I don't want to give the impression that uh, uh, building rapport and relationships are, are not important anymore. They are important. But the most important thing is delivering education, insight, and content. And it has, in fact, become a competitive advantage. So if a – let me just stay in the sales arena for a minute. If a salesperson can provide insight – provide education, provide value up front, and they have a very robust bag of tools, and they can customize their solution or customize their product to the needs of the customer, and then they can stay in control, then, then these, are the, these are the super five percenters. These are the top uh, achievers uh, across the domestic U.S., but they've really embraced this idea of inf- uh, information age. They also know the other thing that's really important uh, Nathan, you slow me down when you need me to. But the other no, thing that's fine. really okay. The other thing that's really important is that's how people uh, are are finding us today. And so when you when you talk about you know we talked about time management just a second ago, the marketing process is important. It's really important to understand the the customer life cycle. And the very first part of the customer life cycle is how are customers attracted to you? We do two things. We we want to attract customers to us, and then we want to, you know, obviously we want to be able to target uh, and, you know, be very specific on, on who our super uh, prospects are. But we want to be able to track them, too. So the only way to track them is through great uh, content. And so, uh, again, the education, it's really the, the new differentiator. It's, it, it makes you, it establishes you as the authority, as as the go-to guy, and it's important that it be shareable. A lot of people, this is, I think this may be counterintuitive, but a lot of people take their content and they want every, you know, they want to sell everything. And we, we have noticed, and, and there's a number of books uh, out about this, but we have noticed those businesses who are not selfish, who are willing to give great content, who are willing to advise and, and help out on the upside, well, they're getting invited back to, you know, to uh, the business that's, you know, you're compensated for. So content. Companies today, they need to develop content teams. And, and uh, one of the things we do at my companies is everybody is responsible to produce one piece of content every week. Hmm. And, you know, we're not talking about a lot of content. We're talking about maybe, you know, 400, 500 uh, word blogs or, you know, 1,500 word articles are in some cases ebooks, but you know, a four or 500 word block, you can write it in 15 minutes. And if you're authentic and you write it the way you speak, uh, people really want to want to want to hear you be authentic rather than someone that you're not. So it, it's really not as hard as a lot of business guys think. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, we're talking about content marketing in a digital world. And whether somebody's you know writing a blog for their website or maybe they're sharing content or they're recording videos and pushing those out via 
Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, posting photos on Instagram, who, who knows what all it is. But do you think that there is, is there a challenge where business owners today might perceive that digital marketing is a cure-all uh, to my business. And now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm prospecting via LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter. I don't have to do those traditional grassroots level marketing efforts like I used to. What do you think about that? That's not true. I'm, I'm so happy you brought that up because that is a fallacy. And yeah. unfortunately, it has discouraged a lot of business owners because there is an agenda out there. And listen, I, I'm a marketing company, so uh, I've got skin in the game here too. But there is an agenda out there that says, in inbound sales and content marketing is the nirvana. It will produce uh, all the sales. Now, that's the reason why if you get a, a, a highly trained consultative salesperson who can deliver value up front through insight and through education, that person is going to beat you 100% of the time. And that's going back to old school selling. Mm-hmm. So the, the one-on-one, the, the, the belly-to-belly uh, interactions, uh, are never going to be outplaced. Content marketing, although it is very, very important, I would characterize it as an adjunct to the real work of selling, and that is developing long-term collaborative relationships. And, you know, really, there, it's, it's not that difficult to make a business grow. And I, I, I tell you what, I'm going to put, I'm going to give you my secret sauce here because you've been so nice to me, but to really grow a business, think about the 10-10-10 strategy that we teach at my companies. We ask every year, can we grow our customer base by 10%? Well, yes, 10% is not that, not really not that difficult. Well, if you can grow at 10%, can you also increase the value of, of your current customers by 10%? Well, I can do that by adding a five, you know, I get half of that just by adding a price increase. And then the last 10% is, can you get your customers to order, you know, 10% uh, more and, and more frequently rather? And if you can follow that easy 10, 10, 10 formula, uh, one, it's easy to execute, but, but two, you've got the tools to do it. And, and content uh, helps you, helps you uh, grow the lifetime value of your customers because you're educating them. And while you're educating them, you're also educating them on different product offerings, different services, and so you see how that 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 strategy uh, Ab- works. Absolutely, and Bruce, we've got to run a commercial break here in about seven seconds. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Nathan Mitchell with Bruce Riggs on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio. We will be right back after this short break. Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, and your host, Nathan R. Mitchell, returns after this short break. Did you know that only 31% of team members are engaged in their work? Are you aware that 19% of your team members are poisoning your work environment with negativity? And the truth is, it's impacting your bottom line. But it doesn't have to be this way. Nathan R. Mitchell, founder of Clutch Consulting, Amazon best-selling author, speaker, and host of Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, offers straightforward solutions to help business owners and executives just like you grow their business, empower their teams, and lead to their full potential faster. Nathan has been saying for a long time that superior performance starts when we increase our self-awareness. When you have an enhanced understanding of your team members' unique behaviors, motivators, and skill sets, you set your business and your team up for long-term success and superior productivity. 
At the end of the day, you will have a sustainable, competitive advantage over your competition. So don't delay. If you are committed to growing your business and empowering yourself and your team, reach out to Nathan at Clutch Consulting today. Simply visit www.clutchconsulting.net for more information. Or call Nathan directly at 918-851-7246. That's 918-851-7246. Are you wanting to get better business results, better leadership skills faster? Then this is where you need to be. Welcome back to Leading with Purpose with Empowerment Coach and Founder of Clutch Consulting, Nathan R. Mitchell. With more of today's insight for effective leadership, host Nathan R. Mitchell. Hey, welcome back to Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio. I am your host, Nathan R. Mitchell. Before we get back to our final segment of our our interview tonight with Bruce Riggs, author of I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure, I would like to invite all of you listening in to this episode right now to order your copy of my brand new book, Leading with Purpose, Empowering Talk Radio, The Interviews, Volume 1. The easiest way for you to do that is simply visit me at www.clutchconsulting.net. Just click on the large banner ad for the new book right on the homepage. I promise you that you will not miss it. And with that, Bruce, welcome back to the show, my friend. I want to, first of all, before we continue uh, or conclude tonight's interview, just thank you again from the bottom of my heart for taking time out of your evening uh, to spend with myself and my guests. I know your time is valuable and it means a lot to me. Before we move on to the final portion of our discussion for tonight, I want to give you an opportunity. You know, there's probably many people listening into tonight's show that they want to know how can I learn more about Bruce Riggs? Where can I get copies of his books? Well, that's very kind, uh, Nathan. Thank you, sir. I would would, uh, have you go to my website at BruceRiggs.com or PerformOneTraining.com. They go to the same place. And there you'll see uh, a number of different educational and, and a lot of content on there that we give away. We have our we have our blog that discusses much of what we we discussed this evening. I have a video section where I rotate videos. But if uh, people will reach out to me if they have anything specific they need, I'd be happy to forward it to your audience. Uh, we've got several hundred tools available to business owners and and uh, marketers and sales guys, whatever you need. My books are found on Amazon, and uh, the one we're most proud of was the first one, I Didn't Sign Up to Be in Sales. And that was written to the the office owners and the, the business owners that called me and said, Bruce, I don't know about this sales thing. I went to school to be a physical therapist or a doctor or a lawyer. I didn't sign up to be in sales. And so I had a heart to write that series based on uh, those comments. And then Coaching the Super Five really talks about leadership, and it has a uh, – more of a Christian perspective on on the leadership chapter. And this year we're excited to be writing a book called Unleashing the Power of Change and putting a lot of our courses online. So go to the website and you find out everything you want to know. Thank you for letting me say that, Nathan. Absolutely. You know, and uh, Bruce, as a sales trainer yourself, you were talking about your book, I Didn't Sign Up to Be in Sales. You obviously, and we've talked a lot about this tonight already, but you understand the importance of having a sound sales process. I mean, for our listeners tonight, what are maybe some some takeaways uh, that you definitely want them to leave with about what developing a sales process to win really looks like at the end of the day? Yeah, let me all right, let me be very succinct here. It is it is very, very important that these things be quality controlled. We need to know how we're going to approach clients, what questions we're going to ask, what what mandatory follow ups, et cetera. So you have to develop a process. 
And again, I, I want you to remember that process will, you know, process produces consistency. You're able to replicate what works, and more importantly, you're able to jettison what does not work. So, uh, just in the time we have, real quickly, I would just say you need to focus on, in, in terms of business development, I would. There are a number of areas in a business you need to concentrate on, you know, the areas of, of strategy and, and vision, the areas of finance and admin and, and client fulfillment. But I believe the most important is your sales and marketing areas. So you've got to have a marketing process. How are you going to bring uh, a potential customer uh, clients to you? And, and a just a real quick sample of what a marketing process may look like. It is how are you attracting them to you? How are you nurturing them once they've engaged you on your website or your social media? How are you, you know, what is your process to win them? And once you want, once you've won that opportunity, how are you wowing them and delivering great value? And more importantly, how are you increasing their value through upsell, cross-sell, and finally asking for referral? So that is a marketing process. A sales process can be as simple as, when you get one-on-one with a prospective customer, just asking yourself, one, have I earned the right? And after I've earned the right, am I in the right place? You know, because time management is so important. Have I qualified them properly? And then third, have I established their buying criteria? Do I know what's important to them? Then have I satisfied that with a great solution and through a great business conversation with them? And finally, gaining commitment and, and delivering value. So that's two very, very quick and what I would tell uh, a sales guy out there or, or any business owners, I would tell you, your process, there's, there's not a, a template for any one business. It's, it's a matter of understanding of how someone is introduced to you to the point that they are now referring you and working as your mini sales force. So everybody's process could be a little different. I don't know if that helps, but. No, it really uh, does. And, you know, talking about referrals, I mean, in, in order to earn referrals from a business that you've been working with, I mean, you've, you've got to understand the importance of trust and, and how hard it can be to earn uh, a client's trust. And, and you talk about okay. this in Chapter 10 of your book. Uh, yeah. how, can, how can the new business owner foster trust with, with clients or potential clients? And, you know, a real quick question I have for you on this subject, too, is – Content marketing and digital marketing, do you think that that has made actually earning trust easier for businesses today, or has it made it almost harder where people are more suspect because there's so much out there? Well, we're probably seeing a corner there being being turned. You're, you're exactly right. So, so there, in the beginning, I, I think it was probably one of the best things toward developing trust because people were getting to... Uh, you were providing a lot of value up, up front. You were giving your best stuff away, if you will. And people were able to see your, your personality. And, and more importantly, when you start thinking about, you know, the primary motivations, people were able to, to you were able to develop rapport with, with them and, and establish yourself as the authority. But I, I want to thank you for, for asking the question about trust. Anywhere that I'm, I'm speaking or any engagement uh, in any place, if I, am, if I get one shot, it is always to talk about trust and developing long-term collaboration. And I learned a lot about trust by looking at models, and I, I don't have time to tell you about the models and the individuals, but I do know one thing. A business owner needs to be very, very savvy in three areas, and let me address those real quick if we have time. Um, we need to be seen as competent. And, again, that's why the content marketing is still very, very important because it establishes us uh, as an authority and it shows who we are 
It shows our authenticity, who we are as a person, you know, what, what we're all about. Secondly, our orientation needs to be all about our customer. In other words, our compassion needs to be towards solving their problems and not about our business. Getting business is a byproduct of, of how well we are educating and providing value to the other business first. And then, you know, then we'll be invited back and be, be compensated for our efforts. And then the third thing in developing trust is never, never uh, let your integrity come in question. So just to recap, you, you've got to be competent. You've got to know what you're talking about. You've got to, you've got to be all about the other person. Your orientation needs to be all about others. And then the third thing is your integrity has got to be absolutely without blemish. And that's how you develop long-term collaborative customers who will come back over and over and over again. More importantly, they'll go out and do your selling for you. Well, Bruce, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, we've got, uh, it's hard to believe that we're already coming up on April 2016. Three months are already behind us this year. But what's new for you in 2016? And what, what's, what's exciting uh, for your organization? Do you have any upcoming events or anything else that you'd like to share with my audience before we close tonight? Yeah, we're going to be doing we're going to be doing a uh, a couple uh, seminars, and uh, these are going to be live one-on-one seminars this year in the Tulsa and Oklahoma City area. Uh, we'll continue to uh, to work on the book, but the thing that we are most excited about is we're going to be putting all of our curriculum online. So we have literally hundreds and hundreds of hours and, and video content and training. And we're going to make that available to the Perform One community online. And so there, I have a lot more to say about that on my website. And uh, I just want to thank everybody uh, uh, for listening this evening. And I want to thank you again for a, a great radio show and really a go-to source for us business owners. Well, I appreciate it, my friend. You have a great evening, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Nathan. Thank you, sir. Good night. You bet. Have a good night. Everybody, you've been listening to Nathan Mitchell on Leading with Purpose on Powering Talk Radio. Tonight we had Bruce Riggs, author of I Didn't Sign Up to Be a Business Failure. Uh, make sure you visit his website at BruceRiggs.com. As you heard, he is downloading and putting up all kinds of content to continue to, to deliver value to small business owners sales professionals, and organizations all across the United States. So thank you so much for joining us. We will be right back here on Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio here in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Leading with Purpose Empowering Talk Radio with host Nathan R. Mitchell. To learn how Nathan can help you get better business results and lead you to your full potential faster, visit Clutch Consulting on the web at www.clutchconsulting.net. You can also download episodes of the 